Hi, this is Bianca. And this is Anna. Your hosts of Girl Talk Monday's podcast, where we discuss the world of fashion, self-confidence, and everything in between. In this week's episode, we talk about self-development, our health, and how we can transform the way we think and feel. From talking about the inspiring story of John McAvoy, who served two life sentences in solitary confinement, to becoming a free man and a sponsored Nike athlete, to the benefits of journaling and creating a vision board, our MBTI personality traits, and more. We go through how being in quarantine has changed the way we think about our life, our work, and our personal relationships. When life feels almost like you've hit the pause button. How can we improve our mindset to make the most out of a challenge and seek opportunity in what could be our biggest period for growth? So welcome to Girl Talk Mondays! Both Anna and I are recording separately in yeah. two different countries. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Okay, yeah. I don't even know how to start this one now. It's like been always. A- <laughs> it's been a while since we haven't done it with just the two of us. Yeah, that's true. Even though Anna and I speak to each other almost daily, actually, even though yeah, we're not like in every the same day. country. <laughs> yeah, like every day. <laughs> um, yeah. We just had a, our first Instagram live as well. Yeah. If people enjoy them, we'll do them more frequently. But we spoke about mental health during mm-hmm. times like these, how to manage stress. Because we, we haven't really, yeah, we haven't spoken about how our scenario has really changed. Oh, yeah, uh, the only episode we spoke about in lockdown was right before lockdown actually oh, happened because yeah. I remember I went to your place to record oh yeah and this was before there was a lockdown in the UK so mm-hmm. I think it was like three weeks ago now or something oh my like god that. yeah it was more it was a month yeah now. it was a yeah. yeah it was like a month ago because we've had guest speakers come on in between yeah so everything for me my whole like life has totally flipped around and changed I would say for the better there's no like better or worse of course mm-hmm. it's a difficult scenario for everybody but I was saying in our live talk that at the moment I feel like our whole lives have kind of been put on pause yeah at the same time it's not really like a pause but it's kind of a time to step back and rethink your life Mm -hmm. think about what your life looked like before the lockdown and were you Mm -hmm. happy with everything you were doing were you happy with your job Mm -hmm. with your family situation with your friendships relationships relationships yeah how you were growing reevaluate yourself because when I think Mm -hmm. about my life before lockdown it it's a hundred percent different to what it is now yeah like as a quick recap I lived a very very busy and socially active lifestyle feels like yesterday at the same time it feels like six months ago like yeah my whole world is is just so different now and so we were saying before uh, lockdown that if we were to go into lockdown and I wasn't able to see anybody because of the fact that I lived alone I would have found it really challenging um, on my mental health yeah and so then coming into that period where things started to be you know you had to be self-isolating you couldn't really see people and then it was actually a lockdown because I think what before what I was focusing on was am I happy in the present moment mm-hmm. and if I was then that was great because I was feeling happy all the time but now I'm thinking more about where do I want to be in the future and how can I get there and I have more time to sit and reflect on my life and self-develop and that's something so important because I feel like this is an opportunity yeah. yes at the same time it's it's you know there's tragedy happening all the time but we have to be grateful for what we do have we're in a yeah. place where 
at least in the West, in the UK, you know, Anna and I, we're very fortunate with the way that we can still live our lives. Yeah. Like we still have family, we still have our health, we mm-hmm. have technology and good Time. health resources in the UK. Yeah. So I feel I would feel guilty if I wasn't making the most out of this opportunity, if that makes sense. Yeah, because so for, for me, us there's no reason not to. That's exactly kind of the the, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no reason not to take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah. So now is the time where I can learn more and grow as a person. Which is so, amazing. I feel like you said everything. <laughs> yeah, I've kind That's of been exactly summarizing. What it was. Yeah. These are like my my t- feelings in the past couple of weeks, and yeah. I mentioned this when we did our live on Instagram. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. into it a little bit now. But both Anna and I have been journaling, and I think we've yeah. been journaling for slightly different reasons. But mm-hmm. for me, so I listened to a podcast um, that featured a an author who's a neuroscientist who has a mm-hmm. book called The Source. Her name is Dr. Tara Schwartz, and I didn't read the book yet, but I ordered it. And what she mentions is, wait, let me get the book so I can read this quote, because I felt like it's really good. So the book says, open your mind to change your life. If you could have anything you want in life, what would it be? Basically, she talks about the potential to harness and transform your minds. How can we best attract what we desire and seize our opportunities to change our lives? So... This is the quote that I liked. Some men seem to attract success, power, wealth, attainment with very little conscious effort. Others conquer with great difficulty, yet still others fail altogether to reach their ambitions, desires, and ideals. Why Mm -hmm. is this so? Mm -hmm. So the book goes through the law of attraction, how to use your brain and your mind to rewire Mm -hmm. your neural pathways, Mm -hmm. Um, brain agility, how to nimbly switch between different types of thinking, Mm -hmm. emotions, how to master your feelings, physicality, how to know yourself, intuition, trusting your guts, Mm -hmm. motivation, staying resilient to achieve your goals, logic, Mm -hmm. making good decisions, creativity, designing your ideal future. All of those are really important in how you think. And I feel like maybe before in my life, I was kind of living, you know, you my laughed life as, at it, me as it comes. When I was talking about law of attraction, you were always laughing at me. <laughs> I know, because I think that I didn't have this kind of perspective. Yeah. I wasn't as much into like the psychology of mm-hmm. thinking and attraction. I I just completely, my whole perception no of time. life yeah. changed now. Yeah. And so I feel like, yeah, this moment for me has been a life-changing opportunity. Yeah. And the reason why I'm journaling, so she mentions in there that journaling is a great idea because like that, you can reflect on what you're doing daily. Mm-hmm. And then the best thing to do is to come back and look at it and see how much you've changed. Yeah. So I'm journaling by like speaking, by audio, and I'm talking about daily, what I've done during my day, how I feel that day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just talking about anything that I feel like talking about really. Yeah. And it can be like two minutes long, or it can be 15 minutes long. Yeah. But I'm just finding it a super helpful way to just let everything out, whether it's like emotions or thoughts, if I have mm-hmm. ideas for anything, because I live alone. And so I, yeah, of course, I call people, I talk to people all the time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of nice, since I don't have as much daily interaction with people. To just let stuff out. I kind of, yeah, yeah, just let stuff out and Mm -hmm. brainstorm and share ideas. And then I'm hoping by the end of lockdown, basically, Mm -hmm. in a few months' time, whenever it is, I'll have changed my mindset completely. And then I'll be able to listen back to, like, the first few times that I journaled and then the final versions and see how much I've accomplished during this time 
and how much I've changed as a person. Mm -hmm. And just to say quickly, because of this change, uh, we're also going to be talking about our MBTI Myers-Briggs personality types because I had done mine again recently Mm -hmm. and my personality is slightly different to what it was before Mm -hmm. and I want to go into explaining why that is. Mm. And the thing with personality tests as well to mention is that I feel like you can't rely on them fully. They're more like a guidance into what your personality type may be. But at the same time, there are so many other factors that can affect it. So like Mm -hmm. being in lockdown, for example, may have an effect on how you answer certain questions or your happiness, your mood that day can affect it. So Mm -hmm. there are lots of other factors. So I feel like it's not a full representative tool because like I said, mine had changed. But at the same time, I feel more connected to these characteristics than the one before. And I I I don't think they fit you before. No, it didn't really fit me before. Yeah. But be- before, um, I had done the test when I was in the middle of, like, a strange reality in my relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, we were living, so my ex and I, because I hadn't really mentioned this in the podcast before, mm-hmm. so I'll just say briefly. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but no, I'm no longer so. engaged anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've broken up a little while ago, and but we've lived away from each other for a year, and... I think I did mention that part. Yeah. And so it was going fine, but we were both living totally separate lives and naturally grew apart. And mm-hmm. in the time that we were living apart, I feel like I kind of lost all of my feeling and emotion. I feel like I kind of lost a bit of empathy and I was just all about myself and my career and the direction I was going in life. Mm-hmm. Like I'd explained in one of our old episodes where we talked to our friend Andrea. Yeah. Uh, and we do the personality test live on the podcast that I was feeling just very, like, I I could only see life in a straight line, and I had, like, almost like visions, blinkers, that didn't allow me to see anything around, just going forward, and what was Mm -hmm. I doing with myself, and I feel like I was kind of blocking out other feelings, and other things in that sense, just because of the, you know, the way my relationship was, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't want to feel like, oh, either I missed him, or I didn't miss him or, you know, what was this confusing? Because we were engaged yeah. and we were not living in the same country. And I don't want to explain it too much yeah. yet. Maybe one day I'll, I will. Mm-hmm. But it just was a bit of a weird situation, which was why I felt like I needed to be more of a, you know, rational, like thinking logic yeah. rather than thinking about my emotions and yeah. my heart. I was thinking more about my head, which is not a natural characteristic of mine. So I didn't really yeah. feel like I was my true self. Mm-hmm. And but things before, shape people. So I mean, in that yeah. you know life scenario, you felt differently about who you were and what you wanted, and you know it changes mm-hmm. as we change as people. So yeah, exactly. I think you're right. You can never fully be the same person that you are because yeah. your life experience changes who you are. That's exactly why I wanted to take the test again yeah. because I felt yeah. like I am changing a lot. I'm in this time when I feel like I'm gonna grow and become a better version of myself afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I'm also journaling actually. But I feel like maybe I, I will start doing that as well, that I'm, um, but I don't know, where do you record? Like, where do you save them on your, do you save them on your phone or where do you save the recording? I just record on the same tool as we do for the, as we use for the oh, podcast. so you have it on your laptop. It in a folder on my laptop, yeah. Oh, okay, because I was thinking if it's on my phone, then it's going to take up a lot of memory. So I was wondering. Yeah, I do it on the laptop. I just open it up quickly. Okay. Because basically what I do is I sit down in the morning and I've created kind of a vision board. That's actually a good tip. I did that a few, uh, like, Oh, the vision board is what she talks about in her book. 
actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I decided because I was sitting down, I was thinking and reevaluating, you know, what do I actually want um, in certain, you know, aspects of my life? Like, what do I want in work? What do I want in relationship? Uh, what do I want in the people around me, my friends? And I really felt like this was a good time to sit down and think it through. And I actually got a bunch of my magazines and I just tore out pictures that I thought represented you know, different ideals and, you know, different things that I wanted. And then I kind of looked at the picture and thought of the things that I would like in my life. And the picture didn't, you know, it wasn't fully, maybe if it was a picture of a, a man, it wasn't really about what he looked like in the picture. It was more about kind of the thoughts and the feelings that I was imbuing into that picture and thinking about, okay, I would like this person to be like this and like this and understanding and caring. And it kind of reminds me of that. Um, so in that little journal I open it and the first page is my vision board and then I keep going and it's my little journal and I write in it in the mornings just because I wake up and I have so many thoughts in my mind and they kind of cloud it so I start just jotting everything down um, and then after a while I kind of feel like my brain's empty and I can start at a clean slate so yeah that's what I do um, but I might actually do it in the evening too, because then you can track progress and not just thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's why I like yeah. to do it in the evening because I can talk about what I've done and how I've felt during the, the whole day, basically. Yeah. And also I'm someone who thinks a lot at, at night. Mm -hmm. So like that, I clear all my thoughts. I can go to sleep with a clear mind and then wake up feeling fresh, basically. Yeah. But I should do a vision board as well. What are some of the key things that you included on your vision board? It's like um, your whole, it's like your life. Prospect. Yeah, it's everything. So basically on there, I put things like, I mean, with every single aspect of my life, I put one of a woman dressed in a suit, but then I cut off the head, which is kind of brutal. But <laughs> I cut, you know, so I could imagine it being me. So it was yeah. like a woman dressed in so like, like a, yeah, so that was for work. And then I kind of thought about the things that I wanted in work. And then I put it on my vision board. And so that picture represents what I want. And it's not just the picture, if you know what I'm, I mean. So yeah, it's not yeah. just like, oh, I want the suit. It's more like, I want these values, and this is just the cover photo of that those mm -hmm. values. Um, and then I put one of, like, a Liam Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, because he's very cute. <laughs> but, you <laughs> You're know, so obsessed with Chris I know, Chris I love Hemsworth. him. He's amazing. You know he has a workout platform? I'm just going to, like, go on there and, like, watch him work out. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> he's so cute, honestly. He's like my dream man. But anyways, um, and then I put um, like a house because I really want to, you know, have a steady like spot and I want to be able to build like a, you know, a family and a family life in a few years and like maybe six, seven, eight years uh, or more. Um, and then I put in some more things like there's this like girl in the on the cover of a magazine and I put that as well. Um, just stuff like that, um, that I think, you know, represents something bigger. Um, I didn't necessarily put in, like, certain, you know, like, brands or uh, bags or something like that. It was more like, you know, like, what things represent for me. Um, and I put in, like, some travel photos, which represented what I wanted to do in terms of, you know, like, traveling the world and destinations I want to go to. And it's kind of a way to manifest things, actually. You know what I did a few months ago? Um, I wrote out a list of things that I wanted to happen in these next few months. And I put it, I, I folded it, and I put it in my drawer next to my bed. 
um, and I'm going to take it out in like a year and see how many of the things happened. Oh my gosh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So if you do that, it's actually interesting because I've oh, done it I'm before. I'm going to do that. I've, yeah, I'm yeah. going to do that. Yeah. While I'm in lockdown. So it's what you want to have achieved by the end of next year? Yeah. And then you go over it like when that time comes. So you can put a date on it when you want to open it again. Um, mm. And then you open it. And usually you find it when you move. So usually you find it like maybe after one or two years and you forgot about it. Okay. But when you open it, it's kind of like, oh, my God, you know, I did that. I did this. You know, this happened uh, in my I'm gonna life. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Definitely. It's really, really good. So I, I do that. Um, but so are you someone that likes to plan in your life like plan ahead yeah. or are you more spontaneous no I'm not very spontaneous <laughs> no me neither I like I'm, plan I really everything. like to plan everything <laughs> yeah I think that's where we're, we're similar yeah our personalities in the Myers-Briggs have mm-hmm. like a lot of similarities but then there's like a noticeable difference but yeah a lot of our core values I feel like are, are quite the same similar. which is good because that's usually you know, when you're looking for a partner or friends or people to surround you, one of the most important things that I've learned over the past few years of my life, I mean, I'm not that old, but still, um, so far, what I've learned is that you need people around you that are going to lift you up and be positive and, you know, help you grow and grow with you as well. People that are open to new things, people that have quite similar uh, core beliefs and you know, it's quite hard if you are in a relationship with someone or if you're friends with someone who has very, very different core values. I think it's interesting if you look at the people around you and you think about kind of what personality they are or like even what star sign they are. Here I go again. Um, but yeah, usually it's, I love looking it works. at that because I feel like it's really relevant. And I feel like in a partner, you may look for slightly different things because for me, yeah. I would want someone that, yeah, at the same time, like has the same core values, but also is very different in the way that mm-hmm. they approach like life or friendships and I want like values that complement mine yeah. whereas like with a friend I would want someone who's a bit more similar to me it was like more exactly. similar interests I feel like opposites do attract but to a certain extent yeah honestly when you think about it opposites don't attract if you're two people that have nothing yeah, if in you're common two, exactly yeah. if you have absolutely nothing in common then it doesn't yeah Exactly. But I listened to a podcast this morning and I really mm-hmm. liked this one. So I just wanted to mention it quickly. Ooh, I'm excited. And Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, so it's the podcast. It's called Feel Better, Live More. And it's one about self-development and mm-hmm. life and health hacks to inspire mm-hmm. and transform the way that we feel. Mm-hmm. But in this episode, the mm-hmm. narrator, mm-hmm. he interviews a man called John McAvoy. And it's called How to Thrive in Lockdown. And it was really, really inspiring because I don't know if you know this story, but he spent, I don't even know how much time, but years and years in Mm. prison. Okay. And he went to prison when he was quite young because of the family he was raised in. It was a family of criminals Mm -hmm. and um, they were into drugs and robbery. And so he got sentenced to prison when he was, I think, like 18 years old, quite young. And he had two life sentences. But what they explained was that he lived for 24 hours a day for years and years in solitary consignment where sometimes Mm. he couldn't even exit his room, basically. And um, so the whole point of the episode was to talk about from the perspective of someone like who knows much more than everyone else about how it is to live in isolation. Yeah. And he has come out. So basically now he's an inspiring guy because... After growing up in unfortunate circumstances when he was younger and being influenced by that kind of criminal behavior, he got Mm -hmm. out the first time and then went back into prison again. And then the second time decided to change his outlook on life. Mm. And instead of counting the days that you would be released or 
feeling bad about yourself or getting involved in drugs internally. He mm. changed everything. He changed his mindset. He started reading. He started working out, like doing mm-hmm. circuits just in your cell. And um, now he's a sponsored athlete by Nike, and oh, he does wow. the Ironman triathlons. So it's kind That's of amazing how like, after coming more. out of yeah a, a life like that, yeah, being stuck in solitary consignment since a young age, he became a free man now, yeah, and totally changed his life. And it's fitness that did that for him. Yeah. So I just you felt just like need it was to have really a strong inspiring. Mind. That's all. Yeah, you need to have a strong mind and to change the importance of. Of keeping a routine and staying active yeah. and keeping ourselves like happy in the present mm-hmm. is the most important thing because I feel like during these kind of times you can't think about what you're going to be doing more or less in two months because you don't yeah. know if you'll be able to see your family in two months or go yeah. on holiday or go back to work. Mm-hmm. So you can be thinking in the grand scheme, like how do you want to better improve yourself? Yeah. Like to be the person you want to be, but you can't mm-hmm. think about what you're doing on a day to day rather than the day to day because we don't know what's going to happen. And the worst thing you can do is think, you know, count down the days until we're going to be just able watch to Netflix. go for coffee with friends. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so I really like listening to that mm-hmm. episode. I have to listen to it. I listened to one actually when I was doing my vision board last week and I loved it. It was, I think it was about um, like the power of moving and working out and that kind of thing. And how it can Mm -hmm. really, you know, take away stressors or anxiety. And that's something that I've really been incorporating when I'm home. I feel like every, and every morning I do like an hour workout. Today I didn't. And it was hard for me not to because I love it so much now. And before, you know, I would think, oh, I really don't want to go to the gym now. I don't feel like it. I just want to sit at home. But now I'm just thinking, wow, I get to have the time. I get to go and work out. I get to move. I get to feel strong in myself and in my mind and in my body. And that's really important for me and my confidence as well because then I feel like okay I can do it I can do the rest of the day I can do this task on my list you know yeah I totally agree with you for me like health and keeping a routine waking up getting ready as if I were gonna go out yeah um, having breakfast like waking mm-hmm. up at normal times and sleeping at normal times is the biggest yeah. thing because especially not when a you holiday. don't have a routine or some of you may not have a job at the moment mm-hmm. uh, you may not have your normal routines you could feel like you could easily fall into a lazy routine where you get up at like, you know, 12 o'clock or Mm. you sleep extremely late. And so just waking up as if it were normal is Mm -hmm. what is making me be more productive and then Mm -hmm. doing morning workouts. And also what I love is my daily runs. Mm -hmm. And I didn't go today because I've had a lot to do. So today I've been home all day, but I'm like you, like if I don't get my run in, I feel like I feel a little bit bad. Like I, that's what Mm -hmm. I actually love to do right now. It's kind of my guilty pleasure is to go outside by myself get a run in and I live by the river so the views are absolutely beautiful Mm -hmm. especially during sunset and I I've lived in my area for a while and I've never done that run that path yeah I can't even believe how I missed out on that opportunity Mm -hmm. in life so Mm -hmm. when you're really angry that's what I run past (laughs) yeah either yeah I run a lot either when I'm angry or Or thinking about yeah or thinking about everything you just have to get it out yeah And these days I've just been motivated nonstop and like thinking about a lot of things. So even Mm -hmm. though I can think when I'm at home, I feel like I'm at home and I need to get my work done. Mm -hmm. But when I go for my run, I can put in a podcast, like Mm -hmm. mostly a motivational one, Mm -hmm. or listen to like some music and then just think. Yeah. That makes me want to go out and run right now, actually. (laughs) Yeah, right? I mean, honestly, before I didn't like... 
yeah and that's the thing like I used to be like this like I used to love working out more than anything and it was like the only thing I really like you know that was my break from everything Mm -hmm. and then for the past couple of months I kind of I don't know what happened but I kind of like went off this path um and because I think it was because I was doing the interviews and I was stressed about the new job and you know like everything but I really find it a difference in the way I feel, not just about like my body or, or myself, but also the way I feel mentally. It really makes a big mm-hmm. difference for me. And I think it, it's I think it's a confidence thing in terms of like I can do this. Like if there's a hard workout and it's a 45 minute ab routine, I can do it. I'll take one mm-hmm. step at a time. And like 20 seconds doing this exercise, just count it down, break it into halves, do 10, 10. You know, like it's a a way to train your mind to be stronger. And I think that's one of the best things about fitness is that it really trains your psyche and it trains, yeah, it trains your psyche more than it trains your body, I think even. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Should we go over our personalities from the Myers-Briggs test? You know, I took the other one too. I took the Enneagram one. Yeah, there's another one too, which we can go through called Which was interesting. Like they broke it down into percentages of your characteristics. It was weird. Yeah. But yeah. interesting. Okay, let's go through the... It's an um, interesting one too. Yeah, let's go through the Myers-Briggs one. Maybe you want to go first because you have two different ones. One from now yeah, and then one yeah. from one before. So the one that I had before, let me pull it up, but it's called the Executive and it's a personality in the Sentinels group that's mostly an observer and a judging personality type. And they're known for their focus on being practical, ordered, stable, and like security. And mm-hmm. as I was explaining, the reason why I was that type, so it's called ESTJA. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I was that was because I felt like I lost all of my human emotion almost and I was just very focused on my career Mm. and just doing that and also this personality type is um, more like extroverted and Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm discovering more about myself through being in lockdown because I always thought so before taking this test I had thought that I was more introverted and then when I took it because of the scenario I was placed in in my life it came out that I'm more extroverted but I think a really close like border between the two but what I am is more of an extroverted introvert so life and the world that I live in because I have to go out to events and I have to network with people um my my industry is just very social and for me it's not enough to just sit at my desk and do my day job either like behind the screen I like being out and about and being in front of people and talking and you know making connections like I think I'm quite good with people and relationships in that perspective so that's why I felt like, you know, that's why I thought that maybe, okay, I was an ex- extrovert. But what I really am is someone who is, I can be really good, like, by myself. I can also be really good with people. So, yeah, my old personality type was just not as representative of me because I feel like I am more emotional and I do have more, you know, feelings and mm-hmm. empathy to give. So that's kind of why I was in that perspective. But the one that I got recently when I took it against, so this has been, like, how many months now maybe like eight months since mm-hmm. the last my God, one it's been eight months my personality is called the advocate and it's infja so mm-hmm. the i stands for introvert the n stands for intuitive mm-hmm. the f stands for judging and the mm-hmm. a stands for assertive so it's we're like in the quick... same band yeah actually so the only difference in our personalities is that i'm the introverted version and you're the extroverted version yeah that's basically the difference so Mm -hmm. my personality is the confident individualist 
who is a diplomat. So like some characteristics are that they are idealistic, organized, insightful, dependable, compassionate, Mm -hmm. seeks harmony and intellectual stimulation. And I feel like that's very true for me. I do prefer like routine and predictability, which is why I would fit between like this personality and the one previously. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, like I am more of a creative soul and I like adventure too. And I do feel quite confident and happy in my own skin and in my life. And I am like a big overthinker. Mm-hmm. And I like to see the, the world on like a grander scale. So like imagine lots of scenarios. Like I've always been one to kind of daydream or like have really wild dreams when I go to sleep. And I mm-hmm. used to love creative writing and I would just invent these stories that came out of nowhere. And so I feel like that creative side of me, I was kind of suppressing that before maybe. But so yeah, for me, I feel like I can really relate. Then the other side of like the advocate is that you can be extremely private and mm-hmm. I'm not that open with a lot of people. Like if I don't know people really well, I might be good at connecting and networking, but then in my personal life, I'm not going to let people in as easily, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I think I'm someone who'd rather have a close group of friends that I know I can count on for anything yeah. than be friends with like 50 people mm-hmm. and then not be really close with any. Yeah. Like I'm never that kind of person. I'm also really perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So all these characteristics of this personality type relate to me a lot more. I think it's quite good that I've like done this again because I know I'm going through like a stage where I'm more aware of my mind and what I need to change and like self-develop. So I think, yeah, if I want to like transform things from this personality and make it stronger, I have like a good place to start. But at the same time, this is what I feel being in these scenarios, you know, where I'm in lockdown and I'm by myself all the time. Then when I go back to my normal life, I'm going to go back to having a really social life again. So Mm. that's where I feel like the introvert and the extrovert can play really closely. But I do affiliate myself more with this personality type, Mm -hmm. basically. That's good, though. It's interesting that it changes over time. Yeah, but I think, you know, I took the test years and years ago. Yeah. um, And I didn't remember it. So when we took it the second time with Andrea on the podcast Mm -hmm. I hadn't remembered that I had already taken it before and when I took it before like several years ago this is the one that I got at the beginning oh really yeah okay so it kind of went full circle yeah exactly that's good to know though so I do think it's like the situations you're in in your life that can shape things in some way so I'm an ENFJ uh, which is the protagonist personality so it's exactly the same except I'm extroverted more extroverted Mm -hmm. um And usually when it says introverted versus extroverted, it means how you get your energy. So for example, if you get your energy, imagine if you're working for a week. So how do you get your energy? Do you get your energy by sitting and talking to someone else and like having a conversation with your best friends? Or do you get your energy by, you know, like watching a movie alone and just like taking the time out to just rethink everything and just be alone for a bit? Um, so that's kind of how you determine if you're extroverted or introverted. And it's hard though, because some people are really on the line. Like, I feel like I can be both usually. I I can be both as well. That's the thing. Yeah. So it's sometimes, I mean, it changes. Um, so basically my strengths is that I'm tolerant of people usually, um, reliable, charismatic, um, altruistic which means like uh, we're quite warm people and quite inviting and we bring people Mm -hmm. together Um, and then it says natural leaders which I don't know yet but we'll see 
And then for weaknesses, did you read your weaknesses? Yeah, you did, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So mine is overly idealistic, which is really true because I'm like thinking that everything is wonderful and everything's going to be fine all the time. And I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people can get annoyed at that kind of thing, but I'm always thinking of the best scenario kind of and always making that up in my mind. Um, Then it says too selfless and that depends. Um, I usually make like a decision on on in which aspects of my life I am and in which aspects I'm not but it can be true in relationships for example um and then too sensitive very true <laughs> I can be very yeah, sensitive that can be true yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then fluctuating self-esteem um it's true but not not that much because I'm a Leo so I'm always like yeah I'm yeah, great exactly. I'm wonderful but then uh, yeah of course I have moments when I'm like oh my god everything's falling apart yeah <laughs> it's like I either or still a lot of people yeah yeah, it yeah. Can be more extreme for you i'm very extreme so either it's like wow i look fabulous or i'm like i no, i can't i can't even look at myself and you know that <laughs> yeah yeah it's one or the other for you definitely like either i'm like feeling myself or i'm like no i'm not happy um yeah, yeah. and then struggle to make very tough decisions which is i think it's true when it comes to if i'm affecting other people But if I'm affecting just myself, then it's not very hard for me to make decisions, honestly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, that's, like, kind of mine. Uh, And we're very similar in terms of the personality test. Um, Yeah. I think the way we work is and, like, look at life is quite similar. Yeah. Should we talk about the anagram as well? Yeah. So, I'll just read, like, the quick description for those who don't know. Yeah. The Enneagram is a personality test that aims to reveal how our emotions drive our lives and how we engage with others in an effort to get what we want. So there are Mm -hmm. nine different personality types. Each have their own strengths and weaknesses and Mm -hmm. opportunities for growth. So it kind of reveals what motivates you on a deep level in terms of an emotion. What are your Um, top three? Okay, so top one. Because basically (laughs) how it works is that you have a primary type first, and that's your core emotion characteristics that drives your personality. And then you'll have like two or three others, Mm-hmm. which are complementing characteristics mm-hmm. so my primary type is number three me too num- <laughs> really <laughs> so number Mine's three is defined mine too 98 it's the <laughs> desire to achieve so uh, threes are achievers they want mm-hmm. to advance in the world and will sacrifice almost anything for success vigorously pursuing tasks and becoming utterly absorbed in the pursuit of attainment Mm-hmm. But they will only choose a task in the first place if it promises rewards and bring prestige. Mm. So one, um, no, threes are, they, yeah, they're the achievers. They want to be successful. They like to be admired by others. And they're conscious of their public image. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's completely me. I'm very, very career driven. And mm-hmm. being in our both of our line of work, I think, you, you have to like being aware of your public image. And yeah being in front of people quite a lot do you feel yeah. like this matches you yeah I do yeah. I, I just feel like I have but then I have 94 percent um and 87 percent on the next two so it's like okay, what's quite, your second one uh eight. Oh, okay yeah that one I have 94 percent on and I oh I don't know how you have such big descriptions mine is like three lines <laughs> <laughs> so mine just says like eight no, seek you themselves have... okay. it says eight Read seek yours. themselves as strong and powerful and seek to stand up for what they believe in. Okay, and what's your third one? It is seven. Okay, I have seven too. Mm-hmm. 
the enthusiast. Seven wants to have as much fun and adventure as possible and are easily bored. But I also have like, a lot of them are high actually. Yeah, okay, I'll go through my second and third. Mm -hmm. So both my second, so my first one is three and it's a 98% match. And then Mm -hmm. my second and third one are both 90%. Mm -hmm. So I have seven like Anna, which is the enthusiast, Mm -hmm. um, which I feel like is really true because being Mm -hmm. that I'm a Sagittarius, we all know Sagittarius is (laughs) We've talked about adventure (laughs) and travel. Remember when you said no? You were like, that's not true. (laughs) No, it is true. But like adventure in the sense that I like to always have a different routine like I don't think I can always have the same thing going on in my day every day yeah that's true whereas some people really like that like even though I like to plan and be organized at the same time I like having varying roles and that's Mm -hmm. also why it's great that I have like you know my job my social media this podcast we go on trips there's like loads to do so I definitely look for a job where I can have fun and do different things all the time Mm -hmm. and then the next one is number one which is the perfectionist yeah mine was quite high too yeah I think those are like all really really good for me Mm -hmm. um also have like yeah eight is quite high too but which Mm -hmm. is your lowest one yes (laughs) I have two quite Uh, low okay let me think I would say your lowest one is five yeah one of the lowest ones nine Oh my god, how did you know that? Because that's mine as well. And <laughs> <are> also those. <laughs> Maybe it's just like standard. I don't know. No, no, it's not standard. My lowest one is nine at 44%, which is the peacemaker. Mine's 47, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, but that's like, you like to keep a low profile and let the people around you set the agenda. That's yeah. my lowest one. And then five is 58%. Mine is 63 Ah. The investigator. They seek understanding and knowledge and are more comfortable with data than people. Yeah, that's not me. That's not really. I'm more me. comfortable with people. Yeah, so it's quite interesting. interesting. Oh, if you go down though, mm-hmm. it says your top, your personality superpower. I only get the first one. Me too, because the first one is the only one that's like free it's within free. the report. Yeah. But which which one do you have? I get futuri- futurism. Yeah. Can you read it? Read the description. You have a tendency to look ahead and you can imagine what things will be like in many years into the future. This future focus means that you are rarely surprised by events because you have already envisioned many possibilities and that you tend to have a solid sense of vision for your own life. Although you may sometimes struggle to stay grounded in the present, your strength comes comes from your ability to imagine what comes next and thus be conscious about creating your own future, which I think is very true. That's very, very true for you. I like that one. Mm -hmm. I think that's really representative. I got 19 out of 20. I got 19 out of 20 for optimism, which I feel like really represents me. So your dedication to a glass half full mentality keeps you going when others might give up and gives you the courage to try things that many might see as too risky. Mm -hmm. You generally believe that things usually work out for the best. And with your determination to make things go your way, this is often a self-fulfilling prophecy. You have a tendency to be optimistic even when things are dire and sometimes this means that you gloss over the negative and are taken by surprise when problems arise. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to important plans, be sure to take the time to think about how things could go wrong even if it feels unnatural and overly pessimistic. So Mm -hmm. I do feel like that is very me because I am like a really confident optimistic person and I always see like the good in everything. Yeah, You know, even when it comes to like breaking up with my old partner when we Mm -hmm. were engaged, planning this whole life together, I can always see the 
positives that I mm-hmm. never really dwell on any regrets or any decisions because I can think yeah. that everything is working itself out to mm-hmm. where I'm going to lead in my life. That's like so, one of the best things you can do in life. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I'm really happy with, with that. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Those are our kind of personality updates. Yeah, I think people should do it. I actually, I'm going to set it up for the rest of my family just to see. Yeah, I, I want to get guess. my family to do these kind of things. Yeah. I'm so interested because I'm someone that likes to, I like to self-reflect quite a mm-hmm. bit and yeah, be aware too. of myself. Mm-hmm. This is my interesting mentality. for everyone to do actually now, to kind of try yeah, to understand themselves. it's a good time themselves. to do this now, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so should we end our episode then on our top tips to stay calm and happy during this time? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so I think my top one is create a, um, a workout routine that works for you. And that keeps you feeling grounded and motivated and kind of boosts, boosts your self-esteem. Then I would say, like, occupy your mind with content that is helpful to you. So maybe instead of scrolling Instagram or um, just watching Netflix, watch a TED Talk, watch a documentary, go on, on a masterclass course. You know, do something like that instead uh, to use up time if you don't have any other things that you would you need to do or want to do. Um, and then I think number three is um, just always remember that this is just a phase and this is a phase of life that you can use to reflect and it's not a phase that's gonna last forever and it's gonna pass um oh maybe four I have four (laughs) then the last one is that like if you're anxious and if you're having a hard time sleeping you can get like a warm what's it called like you know one of those what are they called in English it's like a little sandbag that you heat up in the microwave I don't know oh I've heard about it but I don't know what it's called so it's like you basically you put in the microwave and it heats up and you can just put it on your stomach or like in your bed when you're sleeping and it just makes your whole bed really warm and nice Mm -hmm. um and I feel like that's super calming if you put that on your like stomach or you know anywhere when you go to bed because it makes you feel really calm and yeah so those are my four tips yeah I totally (laughs) agree with you I would just add like live in the moment and try even though like I'm someone that loves to think about the future and plan ahead at the same time it's difficult to do that during these times it's like while you can think ahead and plan and like self-develop be aware and like still take time to like live in the moment and it's okay to go by your day-to-day just doing what you need to do during the day. And if you don't even mm-hmm. get everything done you're meant to do, it's okay. Take a deep breath, relax. There's tomorrow and nothing is going to crash and burn. So I think living yeah. in the moments, keeping a healthy mind by just not having overwhelming thoughts, which is why I think journaling has been so helpful. And yeah. it's a really good tool, like create a visual vision board or journal mm-hmm. just to clear your mind, get your thoughts out, exercise. Mm-hmm and have like a positive perspective it's sometimes difficult but always try to think about the good in every situation yeah be an optimist (laughs) but yeah we hope you guys found this very helpful I feel like this was so nice to like end my day of work even though it's Sunday (laughs) yeah no it was a great thing to talk about to end our week I would say and come into the new week on Monday feeling really positive, ready for mm-hmm. a good start. It's Easter Monday. Today is Easter. So, mm. yeah. So, yeah, thank you so much for joining us in this week's episode. I hope thank you enjoyed you it and found it useful. Next week, we have Natalie Simon, who is the social media editor for Harper's Bazaar, mm. who's going to be talking about her career 
and especially what it's like to work for such an iconic magazine. Mm -hmm. So definitely stay tuned for that podcast episode next week. And have a great week ahead, everyone. All right. Bye. Bye.